0: Master, sir, I heard Yoda talking about midi-chlorians. I've been wondering, what are midi-chlorians?
1: But Master Yoda said I should be mindful of the future. But not at the expense of the moment. Be mindful of the living force, young Padawan. Remember, Obi-Wan, if the prophecy is true, your apprentice is the only one who can bring the force back into balance. I'm a Jedi. I know I'm better than this. Train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose.
0: It's that time again it's prequel apologetics covering the mandalorian who are we i'm seth you're reagan
1: that's yeah, me <laughs> <laughs> seth didn't tell you we were starting but we have started now we're talking
0: you're talking about i said that
1: oh hey it's prequel welcome <laughs> people you're stupid
0: uh this is where we cover the star wars prequels we reappraise them because they're good they're actually good and everybody out there is under a mass hallucination and it drives me crazy and we're taking and off the helmet of the Mandalorian. I got there,
1: I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> great anger. Great anger you have, I sense in you. Um, Mandalorian is not a prequel. It is not. People have argued to me that it is, and it's not. Anyway, uh, our goal here is to demask the Mandalorian, and hopefully we will see a cuddly Gungan face underneath <laughs> to reveal a true prequel heritage, or we might see a deformed blue alien from the sequel trilogy underneath. Oh, Lord. We do not want that. Follow us each week. As All we, right. Yeah. We'll this episode.
0: That. This episode was called Chapter Six: The Prisoner. The Prisoner. This is yeah. a prison break story in Star Wars.
1: Yeah. I like that. I like cool. that premise.
0: Was really good. What was your impression of
1: this? Did you like it?
0: Yeah. I think so, you liked it. I think I did like it.
1: I, I did. I think I did <laughs> like it. Uh, this one, I I enjoyed a lot. Uh huh. There's just something so. Just, it's starting on this little space station. It just felt like the scope of it was was so narrow. Yeah. It just felt like this is going to be a a simpler adventure. Yeah. But because of that, we could have much richer characters. I think richer set design. It It just felt like everything could be brought up a little bit. And, you know, he's working with this guy who... His name is Ran, I think. His name is Ran, Rand, or Ran. I, yeah, I wasn't sure. I think A R A N there. Mm-hmm. Um, just he knew him. So there was some some banter, it was like, "Oh yeah, we can There's a there's a person underneath this mask. You know, they can joke. Yeah. There's some there's some history there, and then, you know, I, I have some friends back home who who compare what happens next to the kind of the Suicide Squad situation. I don't quite see it, but you know, the kind of right there's a similarity on the on the surface but there. Basically, I mean, it's a heist story, heist story. But yeah. he is kind of this band of rogues, in each mm-hmm. of them I thought were mm-hmm. pretty sweet, and um. Each of them kind of brought out a different side of the Mandalorian and uh, ultimately is a moral test for him at the end. So anyway, quick, just logical overview of the, of the episode. Logical? Logical. It was very logical. What are you talking about? I'll not perceive 100% logical proceedings. <laughs> uh, basically, kind of, he's I guess he's refueling in the station. He's, he's, he's doing it for money, I guess. It,
0: okay. He's here for what money. Is the logic of Every that? episode, he's trying to make money, although we have not been given a reason.
1: This guy put spotchka on the table. Yeah, some we, bone uh, broth for the for the little one. I don't
0: mind so much, but I would like a reason.
1: Yeah. So you like saving it. It for college?
0: What, what's this logic you're talking about?
1: I was just going to give it a plot overview of the episode.
0: We're not there yet. I've not, not
1: given my first impression. No one really cares about your first impression.
0: Oh, people okay, care. Okay. People care. The listeners, people are a third chair <laughs> craving. Yeah. What'd you think? What'd you think? I really liked it. This was up there with episode two for me and come to find out the end of the episode also directed by rick famuyiwa nice try nice try bless you
1: (laughs) i think i got that i couldn't choose a joke i with both
0: i think i got that right nice famuyiwa yes i was right absolutely right
1: as always (laughs) absolutely right good job Steph.
0: (laughs) i really like this um episode two previously i love that episode because it was just an adventure new locations new characters every scene to me that's a big deal that's a big part of Star Wars is just plots always moving forward. And this show has struggled with that. It was great. It just, it sets up, hey, there's a quest thing again. When you was it a job for you to do? Prison break. Go to the prison, get this thing. Yeah. Awesome. Like you said, it was just really focused, kind of, I don't want to say bite-sized, but just focused TV storytelling played to its strengths, yeah. honestly, is what it was.
1: And honestly, Baby Yoda not being in it as much, kind of yes. maybe forget about him?
0: <laughs> Maybe forget about yeah, this whole other plot yeah. line that has been forgotten yep. by somebody? We'll talk about that at the end that was when, we, when we predict the next two episodes, the Final episodes. But yeah, mm-hmm. Baby Yoda, don't need him. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: you! Uh, put him in the airwalk. I love the episode, though. I really did. Yeah, this. Nice. I
0: think this is the show at its best, mm. honestly.
1: I think yeah, probably, I think, just to deconstruct to a little bit. You I mean, disagree? No, I think, I think, just, like I think the only issue... Yeah, they do. We get more ratings. Uh... <laughs> I think the only thing that was probably heard in this episode was just a little bit of pacing. There's some pacing concerns, just a little bit it lagged a little bit. Um, again, I was into it, so it was fine, but I, I've heard a that bit long I've heard they complain a bunch, yeah. Mm-hmm. So From me. Uh, and others concerned parties <laughs> who will not be named. Who whose middle names might be Meredith. Uh-huh. So <laughs> How does this episode
0: start he's flying in space Fly again, in space,
1: and he lands at this there, there's a, a close-up of, of his fuel tank it was just it said e and he went drat. <laughs> drat. drat drat
0: uh the shot they keep going back to the shot it's this bread and butter cockpit shot and i don't like it because mm. it's center framed but the composition's not centered because sorry cam-
1: it's because he doesn't sit in the, in the center exactly the yeah it,
0: well, no, he sits right in the center, but the composition is not balanced, I okay. should say. Okay. Because either one person is on the right side of the screen, or it's Baby Yoda. But it's just weird. It, I don't like that shot, and they keep coming back to it. Anyway, a little pet
1: peeve. Who are you two... You're so blinded by nostalgia, by cinematography. <laughs> How do you hold back this groundbreaking show that way? Uh, sure. Embarrassing. Right,
0: right. But anyway, he lands on this space station, which is run by his buddy named Ran, Um. And it's kind of cool. They don't reveal what the space station looks like till the very end. Yeah, the open shot, in the hangar. Yeah, yeah it's
1: a very small hangar. It's like no one else can really be in there while he's true. in there. So yeah. I,
0: I didn't really get a good handle on what this place was. A garage slash uh,
1: underworld ring. Yeah, some kind of get was, gas station. I you don't know what you think about this, but it was so dense. The frame was full of so many things uh you mean like star wars like star Wars. it's like like it feels like a lot of the western appeal has been these kind of stark environments which has worked a lot of the times but there was gotcha. something about this sure. cluttered hangar just it felt it was, really good to it me. was cool yeah
0: because honestly when we saw the docking bay in the previous episode i mean i loved it i like tatooine i like seeing docking bay 94 93 or 92 whichever it was are there really that many in moss ice there can't be that's a lot it's, it's a small yeah <clears> hive of scum and villainy it was Kind of empty, you know? And the cantina was a little empty. It was missing the, the denseness of the Star Wars production design. say the Trump
1: supporters in the corner. Oh. I like think every cantina needs.
0: Alrighty. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> uh Great shot of the Razor Crest bursting into the hangar. Yeah. Do you remember the shot? I do. It was, it was the first swimming. shot of the episode, wasn't it? It was. It's cool. So Maybe I didn't show that cockpit shot.
1: I think you're just blinded by hate. Anyway, I'll, it take, was in there. I'll take over now. So. He needs you need over? Ran and the Mandalorian have been associates from from time before. And basically Ran needs the help pulling off his job. And I think time before
0: or the before time?
1: Before time. Before <laughs> the dark times. <laughs> uh, and uh, During Ran, the Dark Times. Yeah, Ran wants his help and Mandalorian seems We've got kinda, a job. Yeah. He wants he's got a job for him. I think the Mandalorian seems pretty hesitant at first, but uh-huh. Basically, the job keeps changing all the time. So basically, we learn... deal keeps getting worse all the time. It gets, gets much worse over time. <laughs> basically, not only will Rand not be on this mission, but it'll be led by this kind of hotshot character name um, who uh, is Bill played Burr. by Bilber. I don't know his Mayfield character's name. Mayfield. Name. Cool name. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's a very... Isn't Hatfield, McCoy... Feel, feel very Western-y. Mayfield.
0: I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It's kind cool. of a... It made me think of prisons. It just made me think of Shawshank or something. Mm. Just calling people by their last names. But...
1: Yes, absolutely. It's cool. Anyway, he there's just this team that Mayfield will be kind of the person in charge. You got this. You got Mayfield. You have got the a Devorian, which is basically a devil-like oh, man. character played by Can- Clancy
0: Brown. I had no idea who's that. He's an actor. Oh, he's in actually. He's in actor. Shawshank Redemption. He's the the jerk uh, oh. security guard. He's the he's a jerk prison guard security guard mm. who says "Drink up, ladies!" when they drink beer on the roof. Remember him? <laughs> he's the one who shoots. Oh, the, the young guy. Oh, shoot.
1: Come is on. Isn't guy like an officer? Yeah. Okay. Great film. Come yeah, on. Yeah, it's a great film. I but Clancy yeah. Brown's
0: character actually shows up in different movies. I had no idea it was him, but I love this character. I
1: had a friend, he complained that, or had sorry, the observation, that the divorce, this character was too fat. Like He didn't read as a strong man. He read more as like a slightly overweight big man. Okay. Okay. Which is a fair concern. It didn't bother me, but it's a fair concern. Sure, but... I see what he's saying, but, you know, you look at bodybuilders and
0: stuff from, you know, the 19th century. That is the physique, isn't yeah, it? It that is. is the physique. Totally. They don't have that kind of
1: more, like, toned. Yeah, because yeah. that
0: that's a very 20, 20th, 21st century thing because we're at the end of civilization. Yeah. And we care about, you know, body fat and stuff like that. Whereas a strong man, you're strong. You're
1: strong. Yeah. doesn't matter if you're fat. Okay. Where today it means... <laughs> mm. Mm, I understand now. You see what I mean? beta males. (laughs) Infiltrating the highest orders of masculinity. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa.
0: But just this Devorian is in one shot in A New Hope. And again, this show is a bit obsessed with New Hope imagery. However, just completely corny. It's a devil. It's just a devil devil man.
1: (laughs) It's awesome. They made it cool. They made it it so cool. cool. And just, again, it's always nice to have a... What's the character's name in um, Guardians of the Galaxy? Drax? Drax. Kind of dragged simple talk. Kind of, I'm strong. That's <laughs> true. It is nice he was kind of like It's that. good to have that. And then you've yeah. got this uh, Twi'lek. And she's kind of a uh, slender build, but she's more of like an assassin kind of thing. she got fangs. Yeah, the fangs were a choice. They were kind of cool. Yeah, did you like them? I liked I didn't mind them. I didn't mind them. I just had questions. I think seeing a Twi'lek, more, first of all, not a ton of live action ones. get like a lot of performance time in Basically the, Star Wars. Like in uh Six. In Six, yeah. So, I, I would have was really sweet. Um, just to see one. She, she would kind of play with her
0: head tentacles. The, kind of,
1: what are those called? Lucky? I don't know. I don't know like what that. they're called. Head anyway, tentacles. there's something about... So you see it in Clone Wars, and they're, they're just kind of these smooth things, you know, the, the head tentacles. Mm. You see it in live action, they're kind of these misshapen... They're basically much more fleshy. Yeah. It looks real. I don't know if I love the look of it, but it, it, does looks, look real. it looks very almost too real. The way it kind of know.
0: dangled and just kind of bounced around on her shoulders. Tail. It, it looked... yeah. It, I don't know.
1: Anyway, there was something it was close I'll say it's close that's what I'll say it was pretty cool yeah and then you got this really cool character uh, Zero the robot a really solid droid design he was kind of based off of um, one of the Imperial Protocol droids I think we see him in episode oh four Lom I think he's a bounty hunter on the the bridge of um, the Executor in episode five you know what I'm talking about He's got the whole. He's got the the, the gallery oh, thugs up of there the, the bounty hunters. Bounty hunters. I'm pretty sure there's one that's a droid. He's okay. Of, he's more of an insect eye kind of thing. Yeah. Where the eyes are huge and there's kind of these black like things. Okay, I didn't realize that. I think that's cool. Similar. Forlom was his name in the EU, but okay. I think it's definitely not the same character. Similar to a droid model. So I really did cool array. Like yeah, really cool array of characters here. Um,
0: one thing we forgot forgotten the plot. I want to just address it now. Uh, Ran. <laughs> The thing ran. One of the one of the things ran left out was that they need the ship. We need your ship. The ship is a big deal. And in very this very
1: quickly, it's like it's o- it's only it's like the only ship that can go off as fast and make the banking angle needed. Because basically, mm-hmm. again, they load up on the ship, they go off. The, and only the droid can fly because it's so complicated. Basically, you fly in hyperspace and just in the quickest time possible before you're, they can even pick you up on the radar screen. I guess you basically dock as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. probably an impossible maneuver, and it was. So basically, it's it cool. Warrior. It kind of remind me of 2001. Yeah, just <laughs> docking, docking. What's mm-hmm. <laughs> cool about it is so that they get on the ship. You know, there's some pretty good banter here. It's kind of like what's under the mask. You know, there's a Gungan face. You thought there was a little force. I thought it was kind of cute. The, the banter, Gungan? Oh, it was definitely force, but I liked it. The banter was cool here. because Anytime you mention a Gungan, I'm on board. Because now, now the Mandalorian has become more good. These roguish characters are more of a threat, and yeah. And, yeah, not, yeah. and not just yeah. like physically; they they are a moral threat. Like, oh, there's this baby. I'm going to take your baby. Totally. Oh, I want to see you. what's in your mask. Like you. These. I, just, I don't really yep. care about your your virtue or your value or your, or your valor. That was cool. Um, but of course, that was all interrupted by this terrible droid pilot that just doesn't warn them at all. That uh, hey, making a are landing, making a turn, and <laughs> the baby I think goes flying. The baby actually, it's actually a horrifying instance of uh child abuse. I think actually after the film after this. After this episode, uh, what is it called? Department of a Child Safety. Child tw- services. Took away Yoba. Gave it to the client. Turns out the client was the the, the closest in can There's this find. pretty
0: cool tense scene where <clears throat> uh, Bill Burr, Mayfield's kind of goading Mandalorian. Because he's, he's, Bill is saying, he's kind of thinking, oh yeah, Mandalorians, you're the the ultimate warrior in the galaxy. Yeah. Are you really? He wants to kind of test him. He's kind of feeling him out, and I think the Devorian wants. He, he he's a, he's attempts to take off
1: the helmet. He's like, "This is a Mandalorian. What this is the cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there's this part that.
0: where the Mando Mando and the Devorian kind of there's a scuffle, and I can't remember the Devorian's name. They definitely say it, but mm-hmm. whatever. They kind of scuffle, and in this, of course, in this scuffle, they hit the control panel, and this closet opens up, and there's Yoba. So yeah, they yeah. it's just. It's it's an important plot point because the all the thugs, they know Mando's changed, and then they see the baby itself.
1: Yeah, I mean that th- doesn't that start because the Devorim is just kind of rifling around in his crap, like he opened up the closet for the guns. Ye- and yep. Like, Ooh. that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's just some there's some nice thugging happening. There. nice little thugging. Nice little, uh, <laughs> a little. What's the PG way of saying this? Uh, masculinity contest going on. In this one, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of all styling. You see who's the best. What happens next? I was like, they they land. I was trying to get you off that. Uh, they land um, on the sh- first of all, it's a New Republic cruiser. And I think both yeah. you and I we weren't watching this together, but I was like, oh man, this is oh, kind of the yeah, first cool. first blip of like actual meaningful like lore. <laughs> I, in the I show.
0: know. <laughs> but you need we need to <laughs> get it
1: episode seven, so we got to get it somewhere. So you get air uh, screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really cool kind of. T- t- so there's there's kinds of pros and cons here. So it's a prison ship. Uh-huh. Very similar. So the design was it was obviously white hallways. Very inspired by the Tantive Tantive for yeah but it was different it was kind of it was wider kind of had less of that waxy feel it was more like much was, more functional it was a bit imperial for me it, I gotta be it honest is true very very much more severe but it was cool yeah um it, it, at times kind of felt like they were just kind of wandering around like if I felt like it was the same same hallway over and oh, over that, again I
0: mean yeah that's this show it's walking Anyway,
1: walking anyway so really cool here so there are two types of droids. Very, they set up really quickly. This is kind of what helps, helps the Mandalorian get past his moral quibble, you know, quibbles with the show, sorry, with his, with his plan, is that this is all droid-manned. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all droid-piloted. Everything's fine. There's these huge, massive, kind of cucumber-looking droid probes <laughs> yeah. that fly around. Which I thought that would be the only droids, but it turns out there's more humanoid ones. Guards. Guards. You called them Republic Battle Droids. What about Republic Battle Droids? look kind of like HK-47, if you're familiar with uh, the lore. Mm-hmm. Of... They did
0: look... They were silver. So were you a fan of the design of these droids? I didn't hate it. Uh, I didn't love it either. They were just a little generic, something yeah. about
1: it. Um, I feel like they were maybe just a few iterations off from being good.
0: Yeah, yeah. This was a good design.
1: They, it was cool they had the insignia, but they had kind of the...
0: The, the rebellion insignia.
1: They had the, the, the face, the... Uh, what's the... What's the reading Rainbow's guy's name in Next Generation? Levar Burton? Yeah. What's his? He's, Jordan, got, he's got the, vi- he's got the yeah. visors, kind of that eye like that. Yeah, they did. They got the line for the eye. Basically, what I like about them, and you see this later when there's more plot happening, but they were almost too articulate in movement. There's this time where the Mandalorian is trapped in this corner and he's using the grappling hook to kind of strangle one and like pull it apart. And like yeah. the body is squirming like a human would. And just there were so many points of articulation hmm. on the body where. At that point, like the B one and the protocol droid, like you're just you're just so many leagues beyond what that is. Yeah. The B one, this very simple, you know, robot arms. Even the the super battle droid, big and bulky, but still pretty limited movement. Yeah. Of course. C three PO, literally a poor British man trapped in a coffin <laughs> of gold. That's a good point. You know, yeah. It's, it's just a little bit, a little hmm. too mechy. But they were still cool. I got you. It? That's why I probably liked the cucumber droids better. Sure. There's there's more alien.
0: Oh, my favorite part is when the Dvorian. Suplex is one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyway, just quick, quick run through here. So, um, they're again, they so they land here. They all they all get down um, into the ship. They're kind of looking for this this one prisoner. Really cool shots of just different alien species in their cells. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some droids coming out, and they're kind of pinned down. And they're like, you know, this is kind of the chance for the Mandalorian to prove himself. And he does. He gets to jump on them. Reps not part of his bare hands. Flamethrowers them. Yeah. Basically, it's a Mandalorian versus cool. four droids probably one of the best actions beats of the, yep. of the, of the, of the, the moment of, of the whole show of honestly. the whole show and what's really cool about these characters not not only are they design rich they're also they also have unique ways of fighting mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. um, the Twilight character the assassin has these very has these like uh, they lay they, they, these little ninja stars but they're just kind of points and they light up so I wonder if there's some sort of homing device on them like they yeah pff, it was interesting kind of similar to the again I'm just jumping around here but Guardians of the Galaxy the little red thing with the whistle Yandu. Yandu has you always bring this up I always do I don't like always it. forget his name Whistles. Anyway, uh, of course, the Zivorian doesn't need anything. Um, He's the heavy. That's the thing is, this was a team. This is a D&D No, it's D&D not D&D. D&D. It's,
0: it's. they have like, classes. There's classes. It's like Magnificent Seven, Dirty Dozen, that kind of thing. You get a team together to do a job. I guess
1: what I mean is, it's D&D in the sense that the characters have classes. Like, you got your ranger, got your heavy... You got your mage, Okay, it broke down. Anyway, it was cool. You know what I'm trying to say.
0: I know what you're trying to say. I'm just, but there's, there's, there's an easier point of reference in (laughs) films, which is Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) Fair enough.
1: Um, But they're, they're specialized. They're they're specialized things. Bill Burr's character. He's got, so he's got two guns, but then he's got these two pistols that come off his back. Was it two if I just had one? Was it two? Maybe it was just one. I think it was just one. But he had two extras. Yeah. Anyway, there's... He, he had two he had, he had a chest holster. He had a lot of guns. About. He would trigger he had the had liberals, many guns. <laughs> so let's be honest, today. Too many guns. Uh, but I loved the
0: little automated robot gun that he had. Yeah. It was so cool. Does and he aim that or it just kind of just pick no, up? No, I, I was thinking it just it, it does its own thing. He's, he's made a
1: He's made an unholy alliance with his droid. He's like, It was cool. You'll figure it out. We really you know what to do. Because he did uh, there's this
0: really cool part. I can't remember exactly when it happens, there's a really cool part where He's taking cover behind a wall. Yeah. And it's able to just kind of peek out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The droid arm just peeks out. Cool. But this fight scene, I just wanted to mention where Mandalorian is taking all the Republic guards down by himself. Mm -hmm. He's doing it by himself because no one's helping him and they're choosing not to help him because Bill Burr and the Devorian, for sure, are kind of thinking, I want to see what this guy's made of. I want to see the legend.
1: Well, you remember too, before that, they kind of thought that because the Mandalorian... Apparently you stealth in these bright white hallways somehow to get a, get around the droids. So there was a mm-hmm. moment where it's like the Mandalorian just run off. But yeah, you're right. It was kind of just a, let's see what this guy's made of kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway. Oh yeah, he, he runs off and rescues them basically. Yeah. yeah,
1: Really cool. Uh, again, like you mentioned, there's a cool part where the Devorian just throws a cucumber against another cucumber. Well, he- Blows he, up. He
0: runs and kind of- Tackles it. Tackles one and he grabs it. And, and, and then I think <laughs> it cuts it. back to the other people. And they're kind of watching him like, oh- Oh, cool! And then it cuts back to the Devorian, and you see him chunk the huge cucumber droid into another. (laughs) Incredible! That was great. I thought it was one of the best parts of the episode.
1: Anyway, speeding along, they they basically have to get to this command center to unlock the cells. What they find here, though, is that um, a voice actor. There is there is a a organic life form here, as Zero tells them, and this is kind of where the Mandalorian's morals come into question. Like you said, New Republic officer, kind of gets just alone on the ship, no friends. (laughs) <laughs> just alone. Uh, he do? Did what? I say that? Huh? Did I say that? No. Nah. Mm-hmm. You said like you said. Oh, I was leading somewhere else, but then I got distracted by other things. <laughs> anyway, uh, as, as always. Anyway, uh, he's alone. Like, What does he do with the droids? They, they talk? Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is played by Matt La- Matt Lantier, the person who plays Anakin in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So, really cool reference there. I didn't catch the voice. I guess maybe he's doing a voice. Anyway. Yeah, totally. Clearly. Uh, anyway, this is a really cool moral dilemma of just like... Um, do we kill this guy who do we want and of course it's, it's further complicated by the fact that he's got this remote that basically will trigger a distress beacon and summon yes. the fleet yes. the fleet that was ceremoniously de- unceremoniously destroyed in episode 7 oh man turns out the fleet though is just three X-Wings so wh- who cares anyway uh, who, who, who cares that was awesome This is sweet we'll get there anyway what's really cool here is there's a Mexican standoff there's kind of this you know we'll sh- if you shoot us we'll shoot you but I'll blow you up thing just to be clear but then the Mandalorians like I don't want to kill him so it becomes this Mandalorian against it's just really complicated yeah, just to be clear circle. the
0: the thugs his, care. his team they just want to kill him they do not care yeah.
1: and Mandalorian's then, the only holdout Mandalorian's like uh no you're not doing this and of course the twilight lady she just gets yep. him and she's like look how easy that was which oh. was
0: it's kind of like that Clone Wars episode where Obi-Wan and Satine are arguing yeah. about what do we do with this terrorist and they're they're caught in the haze of their morals Mm-hmm. Then Anakin just Anakin just kills the guy,
1: but the, but that's not the same situation. It's no, not the same situation at, at all. all. But, but I, I understand <laughs> why you thought of it. I think you were spoiling that incredible twist to any young younger viewers. We'll talk about that one day. One day, stay tuned. <laughs> Please support this program. We starve. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, this this character assassinates this guy and is just like, oh, I'm so cool. Yeah, I'm so easy. But of course, she's looking. She's very pens. clumsy because she triggered. She the guy did trigger it's just yeah. stressing. so mm-hmm. now there's a ticking time bomb mm-hmm. literally kind of on this thing of like the fleet is coming they've got 20 minutes um at this point oh no that doesn't a later so there's kind of this other side plot developing where the droid finds out that Mandalorian's is running from grief
0: right he's been the droid is he's been snooping through his emails he's left in the cockpit of the Razorcrest Mando's ship and yeah he's kind of going through his emails and stuff um anyway basically the droid discovers Yoba and some hijinks ensue where Yobo is running away from the droid the whole time. And it was a bit silly, but I mean, I liked it. It was funny.
1: Why is the droid trying to kill it? The bounty, I guess. But that didn't say, that message that he was reading does not talk about the bounty. And that, at that point, they were not, no one was told, that to, he was not told to kill it. Grief Cargo was just saying, oh, man, no, bring bring it directly to the supplier. That's all he was saying, basically. Yeah. Good job. Anyway. You're right. You're it's right. a little, little dumb, but who cares? Sure. Add some attention. Anyway. It works because,
0: we, I mean, we know that just there are a million bounties out for this thing. Yeah. So he's probably They've thinking, probably I that. can collect on this as well.
1: Yeah. What is a droid? What is a droid with money? I don't know. <laughs> Some nice oil bath? So make, make my circuits feel so good.
0: That's why I wanted IG-11 to come back. I want to learn more about him. Oh, he will. Please. He definitely
1: won't. <laughs> I know. Anyway, um, so they, they get to the cell and you learn that the person they're trying not to break out is Quinn. Basically, uh the assassin's brother mm-hmm. it was actually kind of cool brother sister yeah <laughs> kind of moment there very I,
0: you know i never the the, the Twilix in in the show i think they say twi'lek which was new to me yeah but the twi'leks being they're kind of they talk like cavemen
1: did, did, yeah did not like that <laughs> it's was, it was a little weird a little dumb um anyway apparently quinn and mandalorian also have a history so much so that that they just kind of like well mandalorian screw you <laughs> push him in the cell Lock the door, basically like mm-hmm. basically I think ran from the beginning was trying to take out this guy. I guess maybe there's a bounty on his head. It's just well it's a little unclear yeah. other than this, that they're trying to be mean, but they're they're being mean. Mean <laughs> to poor Mandy. They're not nice. Poor Mando. Um anyway, so now it's kind of this you got you got this timed element of the, the flute's gonna come kill Mando, the droids gonna gonna kill the child, and now they're gonna take a ship. So there's like three threads here. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um really cool though, basically, I hey, think I mentioned this earlier, he's trapped in this corner in the cell and the way he gets out is by, basically, by grabbing this droid. Gets him in the cell, grabs the arm, and the arm, he rips he rips out, like, the R2-D2 kind of card reader thing. Mm-hmm. And just able mm-hmm. to kind of put that in, like, a key. That like, was oh, cool. That was cool. That was sweet. Yeah. Anyway, he's able to make it back to the command center, able to lock things down, basically slowing them down. Turns on the red light. It looks cool. Um, the Devorians, the first one, they all split up. They're kind yeah. of all, these blasters come down, they're all split up. Uh-huh. What's very really cool is so the Devorian the first one to get to the Mandalorian in the control room. And let's just say the like Mandalorian, he does not he does not win this battle in many ways. Uh, he is beaten around. He deploys his flamethrower. And we learn that the Devorian can take a direct flame awesome. blast to the face. This part is so good. It's just where, this, is, this is where Star Wars at its best. just like, there's, there's a cool ability. It's not explained. just feels right. Like this is You don't need to know why this works. Well, it's,
0: it's something about... Him being Star, red. Star Wars, yeah, yeah honestly, red. that's yeah. what it is. is it's, Simple the language. Visual storytelling is so good, but you don't question anything. You buy everything you
1: see. Yeah. That's what it was. And this, this And this is one of the episodes This man where comes fully from worked.
0: a hellfire world. Yeah. He's clearly is, a, the devil. So, he, is, he is Satan incarnate. Yeah, so why he, would he likes it? I would
1: fire work on him? Anyway, somehow the man, he's able to get the beat on him, um, gets him underneath his door and crushes him, but then he's able to push the door back up.
0: And then he's yeah, like, ah, "That part's really
1: cool." Ah. And then the man in the push another button, and this other blaster comes down and seemingly obliterates this man. Destroys well, it's the, the first door him. comes down from the ceiling. Yeah, the, and one, the
0: second set of doors come from left and right. Yes, so he's crushed. I, I thought he was dead. I thought that man. This was, man
1: was pushed into a cube.
0: Yeah, <laughs> cube <laughs> man. That would be
1: great. Uh, I think he's a little cube with horns. Yeah. So he takes out the toy like next, I believe. Um, I don't remember. I think he gets the beat on her. Anyway, he does make quick work of her. I remember because she relies on these these little whistling bird. Oh yeah, he fires he fires all his whistling birds fighting the Devorian. By the he way. does. Yeah. Uh, embarrassing, first of all. Whistling birds, use them carefully. Whistling birds will do well. well they'll do well, but use them sparingly. They are rare. I'm gonna use them on some stormtroopers. <laughs> they will give you plus one attack, but beware. They will so reveal dumb. your spirit. Use Your best steel to make bonus. ammunition. Still retarded. <laughs> A sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, somehow he gets better. Maybe he picked them all up. It, it appears <laughs> as if, though, in the edit, that he stabs her. Anyway, we'll reveal... Basically, it's revealed later that he is saving them all, but it, it does appear as That's if he dies. Like way later. Way later. It does yeah. appear as if she dies brutally. It seems like he's killing them all. He's murdering them. To get, get back to his little his little boy. He gets, to, he gets to Ben Burr next... Uh, ben, Burr? Burr. <laughs> forged, ben Burt. I forward some characters there. <laughs> we love Ben Burt Uh, really cool here is again these lights are flashing, mm-hmm. and again it's it's very similar to the if you if you watch the you've watched the Dark Knight Rises, correct? The film I've Dark, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, yeah, <laughs> where they're in the they're in the cave, they're in this uh, sewer, and the, the and the the Batman is coming towards the henchman, and, <laughs> and the, the the strobe of the muzzle flash reveals him coming closer. closer. Oh no, no, shark, no. Yeah, I anyway, got you. yeah, really yeah. cool. Uh it was like that. Yeah, Bill Burr's just like oh man, and just is taken out. Um, so then at this point, he's able to get back to the ship with Quinn, and I think he's he able to get handcuffs on him, and he blows up zero. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, basically Quinn. Quinn and Mando make some kind of truce. Yeah, because come on,
1: like we'll yeah, come on.
0: Because Quinn is the job. He's the job. He's supposed to. And Mando I still has this. He's got this, an honor code. He does. He absolutely does. You're sent to do a job. Do the job. I think that's what Quinn actually tells him. And Mando oh. goes,
1: "You know what? Sure. He did. He does the jobs. Just like how he delivered the baby to the guy and was fine with that. Oh, oh,
0: your moral code is ridiculous. <laughs> your sir. moral code is
1: folding in on itself. Uh, sir, one
0: thing the, the devil the devil man is. The species is Devaronian. Oh, We've been saying Devaronian. Both sure. of us have, so we apologize. We're real Star Wars fans. We promise,
1: listeners. I'm
0: sorry, Devaronian.
1: Uh, anyway, yeah, cool. And they get back to the ship. Ran seems uh, bemused that this has all worked out. Seems untroubled by well, it. comes
0: back. Yeah, he lands, and at the beginning of the episode, Ran says, "No questions. That's policy." He says, "Yep, no questions." So that's kind of cool. Comes
1: back. His entire team's gone. What happened? No questions. No <laughs> questions. You know what? You know all what? Right. My moral code is ridiculous, but I see your move. <laughs> Checkmate. Uh, gets his money, goes on his way, flies off. Uh, of course, Ran wants some payback. And then this incredible... Well, does he want
0: payback, or does he want to make good on the, the bounty that must be on Mando it's, it's now? It's so unclear. It's, not clear. it's
1: unclear. It seemed, it seemed like there is a grudge, because I think you'd want proof of his body, and if you blow him... up Anyway, it's unclear... I don't know how that all works personally
0: I, I like to see it as ran is just trying to get Mando back to the guild
1: yeah yeah it's cool anyway but then the best thing ever this happens. incredible Starfire comes out from the bottom of the hangar just really cool design first of all I it mean, was it was I, awesome I think we were both really excited to see it happen th-
0: think about that Starfighter design he called it the gunship which was cool and that is the best Starfighter design of the Disney era Yeah. hands down because there's really no competition I guess the Ky- Kylo Ren's Starfighter is pretty sweet. It's cool. Well, Kylo Ren's Starfighter is a... It's a TIE fighter. It's a TIE interceptor yeah. with... A, more pointy angles. A, a wider cockpit. A more horizontal yeah. cockpit. It's not yeah. a circular cockpit like normal. Yeah. It's a great ship. It's cool. But come on. It's TIE fighter. It's very... Yeah, X-Wings dur- and TIE fighters. Derivative, yeah. It's extremely derivative. This was great. This was so Completely cool. Completely regional.
1: Razor Crest in this. Razor, best, ra- yeah, you're designs. right. You're right. Anyway, really, really cool. Good. But turns out, uh, you know, they're... The 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 uh the bad guys are yucking it up. We got him. We're going to get him. But then here's a little beep. He goes, oh, I left my cell phone back in prison. What, <laughs> what what could be beeping? Turns yeah. out, uh, uh-oh, the tracker's on him. And the Republic new Republic fleet comes out of orbit. This is
0: a pretty good reveal.
1: I don't think it's the fleet. I think they called it an attack team or they something. an attack run. There is, yes. There's three dudes.
0: It's three X-Wings
1: Which, is what it is. is. They're all Actually, they're all cameos. So Dave Filoni, the mastermind behind the Clone Wars, Rebels, uh, and the Prodigy, the heir apparent to George Lucas. He's red leader, he blue leader, re- whatever it is. Red leader um the director um rick rick he, rick, he one and what? then deborah chow the director Another episode director? i think yeah. of three in this yeah. next one episode seven okay. i think as well um yeah so it's just a nice little moment they, and they have a good banter too and they uh, blow it, up. <laughs> blow it well, up well we don't know if they blow it up uh, i don't i don't think they're gonna kill it uh no i'm what? sorry I, I remember thinking the same thing like this is they shouldn't just murder these guys right like they don't really have any in- okay intel. but come on we don't see it blow up no 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 you you're wrong but you're right, but you're wrong. Because <laughs> they sense they sense a gunship's coming out, which, is, we, which it is. They, they shoot the hangar, but yeah. then they go around and circle around again. They start firing again.
0: They do, but we don't see it blow up. Okay, come on. I was In, saying
1: only Imperial Star Troopers are that precise.
0: At the yeah. end of A New Hope, Come on. when we see Luke Skywalker's proton torpedo fly into the vent, he just flies away. We don't see it blow up. You're okay with that. We got to see a blow up. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. I just have to. I just want to say they've been te- they were teasing the Republic, the New Republic attack squadron, whatever. They teased the whole episode, not once that I think it's going to be X wings. Yeah. I don't know why. I just didn't think that. And then you see three X wings, and suddenly it's the best. What if this is the best minute of television if, in my life? What it if great
1: comes out of comes out of Orbis Tanty Four, and then there's this horribly rotoscoped shot of Leia, just like lighting's all wrong. It's like an unused shot from Episode Seven. You mean like,
0: like in Episode Nine?
1: This is terribly like you can see the edges of her skin like it's all like drawn and rotoscoped and it's like the lighting's bad and she's like a face morph just commander you may fire when ready. Oh God. (laughs) Didn't do that. The X-Wings were really cool. X-Wings were a good touch in that sense.
0: I'm sorry to I'm sorry to hate on the Disney stuff for pandering to fans and reusing X-Wing designs and old Ralph McQuarrie artwork. I love seeing X-Wings I just
1: did. Yeah but it was it felt like a good moment. It was sweet. It worked. Um, Anyway that's cool and then they blast off but one quick thing we didn't. (laughs) We basically learn at the end is that all of those dudes that he took out, you know, the, the Devoronian, 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 Ronian. the Twi'lek, oh, Twi'lek, and Bilber. then Bilber, Bilber, they all they all survived. They're all put into prison. We can, we can quibble with the logic of how he did that, how he pushed him in. I who cares? He knocked was, them all out and then drugged here's them. the thing. Here's the thing. The Mandalorian getting a heart, slowly kind of becoming more compassionate. <sighs> It's felt a little forced in some of these earlier episodes where this was just like, oh, okay. Like, I, I feel like this was one of the first ones I was like, okay, cool. This is cool. Mm-hmm. I buy this. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you can cool with the logic of it. It was a simple reveal. Didn't spend much time on it. Just here it was. Done.
0: It was good. Yeah. It was good. It goes back to, you know, we mentioned a while ago conversation between George Lucas and John Favreau. George said, look, this is for kids. Yeah. Make sure you're making some kind of moral statement.
1: Yeah. Here it was. Here it was. And in it was simple. It was surprising. Mm-hmm. It was just a nice nice thing. It didn't didn't spend too much time getting bogged down. Like, well, how did he push this guy into his I just didn't need that. I really don't care. I don't care. It's just, yeah. Anyway, I thought it was cool. It's good. Really good episode. Um, I guess there's some, again, we just got to be honest, you know, we were teased this really cool villain character who didn't appear. Yeah, nothing. Which is nothing about that. a little frustrating. And even, I actually saw um an Instagram trailer for this episode. And they kind of played up on that. Basically, oh, really? it was a shot of the Mandalorian putting up his gun, and you saw a, bl- a black-booted person walking towards him. Of course, in the episode itself, it was just the legs of uh, the Twi'lek. But, so they, they clearly were yeah. playing on the tease. They know, they, they know the tease is valuable, but they yeah. didn't pay off on it. Why do that? That, that was a little frustrating. But again, again, it, what's frustrating about the show is these episodes are kind of interchangeable, but they're also not. Mm-hmm. So the tease happening there, okay, cool. Why not just do it later so you can play it off next? It's just a little confusing, a little weird. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it comes down to. And you, you could have done something. This would have been kind of cheesy. But like, again, if this guy is kind of tracking the footsteps of the Mandalorian, he could he could walk up to the the prison cell. You see the boots, and all the people in the cell are like, oh crap, it's that guy. And you don't know who it is. I don't know. It'd be kind of cheesy, but there, there's a way sure. you could have included him somehow sure. if, you, if you wanted that.
0: Absolutely. You but definitely to just, could have. To
1: just drop the tease completely.
0: It's a little late in the game. I don't game. love that. I don't it's love a little that. late in the
1: game to be doing that. So. It seems pretty obvious then that in the next two episodes, they have to be more connected. They have to be. <laughs> that, we've been saying that. I mean, I don't know. But like, they have to be like, this next episode, the Imperial gets the baby somehow. You would but think. There has to be some sort of big, big stakes thing that will be answered by episode eight.
0: What, the way it should happen is basically it's going to be a two-part thing where the thing we've been waiting on is, happens in seven and then it ends on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So everybody's going to be watching eight. Or they're going to be watching Rise of Skywalker. I don't know. Which
1: either or is good. <laughs> Apparently, a friend was telling us that Rise of Skywalker footage will be in this Mandalorian episode yeah, 7. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning, I guess at least a little teaser towards the beginning or the end. Yeah. Getting kind of desperate. That's a little kinda... desperate. A little desperate. But I mean, it is. I don't know. That's not weird.
0: Yeah. A little desperate. And there are what, 30, 20 TV spots? Record number More. of TV spots po- for this film? Staggering number of posters, too. Oh my God! Yeah, so many posters. Weird. You, can, you can just
1: feel the hands on the scales of the Disney marketers, are just like we <laughs> I mean, did this really tasteful, refined job with the Last Jedi. Kind of a spotty retro job with Force Awakens. Oh crap! All of Star Wars financial performance depends on this movie. Boom. <laughs> oh, you made a quick design in Photoshop. Post it quick! Go 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 go!
0: Anyway, yeah, it's true. Yeah, but okay. So the the thing I wanted to really talk about with this episode and just a show in general. So now we've got three episodes, really, three or f- three f- or four episodes. You've got episode two, episode four, five, and six that are very episodic, self-contained stories mm-hmm. that do not move the plot forward. Uh, we got to be completely honest: the plot has not moved forward since episode three. Yeah, there is not. Um,
1: and there's been character. I wouldn't be honest. There's been some character development. Uh, like for sure. instance, I now buy that he's got a soft heart. In more ways than I did before. Yeah, I, sure. Cool.
0: Sure. Uh, I think we mentioned this last time for episode five, but I mean, with six being honestly one of the best episodes, the show didn't need the the Baby Yoda lore
1: yeah. stuff. He didn't have well, to do that. Here's the thing that my friend, he did point this interesting point out to me, that Baby Yoda not only does this lore thing, not only softens him, but it also... Gives you a basically a reset every week to basically <clears> be like I have to move next planet. Like I, like people are always going to be coming after me. Basically tension, mm. danger. I got you. Elemental danger. Now making that be Yoda, making that be so connected to the origins of the store, of the Force in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Probably don't do that. <laughs> you know, you don't need that. Because at this point, you have to pay it off. Like you said very well, this show works an episodic, but now you 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 have to pay this off. You do. You know the one good thing about that, and well, again, this we said
0: this way back in episode one was the baby, the idea of the babies awesome yeah. really good did it have to be yoda maybe not probably not
1: well could i we, i don't think we had we could have thought about what it else could have been though gungan
0: rhodian news sp- what, actually, if, what ooh, new species
1: come on ooh. oh here it is here it is mm. so he's a founding right mm-hmm. he's kind of this uh traumatic backstory he finds just this kid like let's say he goes on a raid and there's some sort of village i don't know just some sort of terrific thing and he there's just this one kid he basically, he's a foundling. Basically, he has to teach him the ways of the Mandalorians. Okay. So you have, the, you have this kid character outside the culture. Oh, yeah. So you have this easy way of telling the story. Oh, sure. You have this kid who has a soft heart. And then but it's a, it's a, it could still have the Western tropes because it would be more like father and son kind of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Anyway, it'd be cool. That'd be interesting. That would be cool because then he would have to choose not only between, maybe it's just too much for season one. But he would have to choose not between the bounty hunter life so much as the Mandalorian life. Do I yeah. want this for my son? Is this
1: a good thing? And what'd be cool about it is again, again at that point it would make sense for the kids to wear helmets. Let's be honest, that never made sense. <laughs> the helmets would be like a trial. Like, basically, you have to earn your helmet. Man, that would be cool. Like a trial, the tri- trial of the of the jetpacks. I don't know. Okay, like, like, I don't <laughs> know something cool. Where basically, like so you have this really unemotive character who's just kind of more solemn. Again, the Mandalorian would probably lose a little bit of character because of this, and then the kid would get... would You'd see his face, which would help a lot with the show. Anyway, that would well, work. I think that would have worked. The good thing about having the kid... I wanted the kid be a Jedi. I'm like, I don't know. Who cares? Poor sense of kid. would be cool. Interesting.
0: The one Jedi who survived the purge. Gosh. Oh, they did that story. Oops. <laughs> um, the cool thing about having the baby is... We've said before, why isn't this just Bounty of the Week, Bounty Hunter show? Yeah. The cool thing about that is that is the dimension that gives you this morality, morality. element. And you, you do need that. You do. Absolutely. Because you've, you've got this episode where the tension is he has really moved on from this life, and yet he's kind of stuck back in it. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. he's reeled back into it. That's good. It's a good story. So the baby is doing a lot. I don't want to... I
1: don't want to demean it. Yeah. And again, you know, people who just watch this show for entertainment, it's interesting. It's it's probably compelling. Sure. Norway way it would be, but let's be honest, you know, Star Wars, it doesn't, isn't just entertainment. It kind of has to sustain a lot more than that. And it, it definitely can. So it, it does. Should. It does. You know,
0: I think we're really, we're just, we're just trying to say, you know, for season two, hopefully they will improve. I'm sure they will improve, Oh my god. but I, you don't, I don't think you need this season defining thing that just episodic yeah. works so well. I think, I really hope they embrace that a little bit more.
1: Yeah, probably. Uh, you agree, season two opens, and it's like baby Yoda's going through a little growth spurt.
0: <laughs> I don't my, he's like Teenage he, he, exactly.
1: He is, he's like a grumpy guy, like <laughs> he's got a little Game Boy, yeah. He's the force to take off the helmet. Don't do that. <laughs> so, next
0: episode, do you think we're finally going to see the Giancarlo Esposito? Oh, character? 100%. This yeah. uh, Imperial Moth. Did I say we his saw. name right?
1: I don't know. I'm sorry. Um,
0: Gus from Breaking Bad,
1: basically, yeah. Uh, he'll be. He's probably the client's boss, I'm guessing. Where's yeah. Warner Herzog? Gosh. Here's the, I think he's probably done. Here's the problem. Here is the problem, okay? Everybody start on this. Come on. You're going full dark side. Full dark side. Here's the problem. Absolutely I think is working great, but like, Warner Herzog, he's awesome. Yeah. Yoda, what's his, what's his deal? I do want to know. These are yeah. characters that we just kind of littered the show with as we go. I want to see them again. So just, it's hard because the show just needs to choose. But at this point, it can't. It has to do both. So yeah. it's just... You know what would be awful yeah. is if
0: <laughs> the next two episodes are just more episodic adventures and the the questions of, because TV always does this, this is why I only watched one season of Stranger Things, because we got to the end and I saw, oh, nothing was answered. I'm done. I'm not watching this anymore. It's a waste of my time. <laughs> it was better than that. Come on. No, it is better than that. I'm just saying, if it does that, that's going to suck. Yeah. If we get to the end and we don't know what the Empire, the Imperial Remnant wanted with. Or just something. like you just Give us something. I want no. I, I want it to be you want knowledge. I want. I want to. I want it to be resolved. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, it should be. It should
1: be. Um, and so it is. <laughs> Nothing more to say. Have you? Not really. Solid episode. Yeah. Not good. many complaints. Um, I don't know. It makes me feel better. The show. I'm this director, to Rick Tomu
0: Iwa. Give him the Star Wars film. Good You're director. Pretty good. I like him a lot.
1: It's hard because, as much as I, that... so I was talking to my friend recently. He loves the Western influence of this of mm-hmm. this show. And I I don't have a huge connection with the Western stuff, but hey, it's it's cool. But there's more going on than just that. Sure, but the Western influence is cool. But I'm just thinking the whole time, like, it's just so undercut by this T V writing. You just make a make a Mandalorian Western movie. It'd be awesome. Movie's just always gonna be better. I'm sorry, it's just the cool thing about TV is you, well, you, well, you kinda of get to iterate every week with a character of a different story. that is mm-hmm. cool. That Clone Wars doesn't really develop well that. You get a
0: different job every week. Yeah, different but, bounty. Come on,
1: that's that's good. That's but really the other good. The Yoda thing, that's that's a movie. The, the other the movie thing is a is a TV is a show. show. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. That's the problem.
0: But the TV show fits this character and this premise really well. Yeah. Well, actually, hold on. I mean, we're, we're kind of saying the same thing. But basically, to to try to say it succinctly, bounty of the week, bounty hunter, excellent premise for TV. Yeah. Man who is hard man, a warrior who is softened by a child. That's a movie. It'd be a great movie. It, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's been done. But I think it'd be okay. I think Star Wars would. Have, it would be cool. I'd be fine with that. I'd but, watch it.
0: Sure. I just want to say though, yeah. in a movie, you do lose. You don't get here's a Prison Break story.
1: Yeah. You get. To, you get. Yeah. But then, but then it makes this. I think it makes the producers say like, well, which ones these matter? That's true. And you cut out the dumb village genericness. You know, it's just like you have. You only get seven cards as opposed to fifty two. You know, you got to put your best ones. Your metaphors are dwindling. It's okay. They are irreducibly complex. All right.
0: Huh. Interesting. <laughs> 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 Looking forward to seven. Yeah, really am. I think uh, we both have kind of come around on this show. I just think about TV is it's just week to week.
1: Can be really bad. Can be really good. Here's you know the thing. We we recently watched the film together. Um, about World War One. The boys, <laughs> the boys in the trenches. What are you talking about? They went about? through a lot of war, but they came out of it just kind of like I did my duty. I did what I had to do. And right now we're out of the trenches and we're just we're we're in peacetime and we're like, hey, that was a fun time we had. Those episodes we didn't like. Now we're in some good times. This is not
0: what I wanted to say at all. That's okay. I'm just saying that we both have kind of come around to the show. We've seen that, yeah, this show has strengths, and when it plays those strengths, it's really good. Yeah, exactly. So excited to see how it ends. and If it ends. I'm excited to see... Is there an
1: ending? Will there be an ending?
0: Excited to see Star Wars television continue. I am. I think it can be really good.
1: I really would like a George Lewis cameo in this show. Oh, that would be awesome. I would like him to be the, the big bad. You know what it
0: should have been? Yeah, he's the big bad. Talk about the client. He's the client. He's the client. He's this... Uh, he's an alien. He's a big, grotesque, disgusting, Jabba the Hutt kind of alien. He just sits on this throne all day. Yeah. and just goes, bring me, bring me the child. Bring me that
1: child. <laughs> and and as he just gets it and he just holds it. And rocks it. I just want, I
0: wanted a son. Sings him
1: a song. That's good. Nice be baby. Likes him. But apparently they want to kill it. So we don't know. We really don't know. Imperials want to kill it. We'll see. Okay, we're done. Good episode. See you later.